Hi, this is Tyler Schnudy, and you're listening to On Your Way Out, a podcast of Providence Church. On this platform, we're having conversations with members of our community and beyond about making more and better disciples of Jesus and what it means for us as we leave the walls of the church building and enter the world. So welcome into the Provcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, thanks for joining us this week on On Your Way Out. I'm really excited uh, for our guest this week. Um, some of you, if you were participating in church this past week, whether you're in person or online, um, you probably recognize uh, these two guests with me. And it is Allison Rahman and Belle Brinsma. And they are joining me this week um, for multiple reasons, mostly just to kind of have a conversation about what God's doing in their life. And um, yeah, we just get to kind of get a little bit of an insight of uh, their relationship with God as students um, in our church. Um, but specifically, they if you were here on Sunday, you saw that they both gave their professions of faith. And so they've been on a journey of just kind of understanding a little bit more about their relationship with God. And they made the decision this past week to get up in front of our whole body and make that statement and saying, like, I am in. I am in for God, and I'm a part of his creation. I'm his child. Um and in a kind of like, I'm not afraid to go up and show that and share that, which is a super beautiful thing. And I think if you're anything like me, that was a really moving and powerful part of Sunday. So I just thank you guys for, for doing that. I thought we could just have the two of you introduce yourself a little bit. So why don't you just share your name again for those so they can kind of match your name with your voice and your maybe just how long you've been coming to Providence and your family's been a part of Providence. And then... Uh, if you could have a superpower, what superpower would you have? So we're going to start with Belle. Hi, I'm Belle Brinsma. <laughs> Hi, Belle. Um, I have been a member of Providence ever since I was born, back when Keith Dornboss was pastor here. Nice. Uh, I was baptized here. Uh, all, I've grown up in this community, so mm-hmm. I've been here the entire time. Sweet. If I could have a superpower, I would probably choose flying mm-hmm. because I really like traveling and there are lots of places in the world that I would want to see, so I think that flying would be something that I would really like to do. That would be awesome. And you're in ninth grade, yes? Yes. Ninth grader. That's awesome. Okay, what about you, Allison? Um, I, I've i been um, in Providence ever since I was born, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I got baptized here. Um, I'm in seventh grade, and my super fa- to superpower would probably be... Um, supersonic singing supersonic singing yeah it sounds weird and i have no idea what it is but (laughs) (laughs) i think i would like it whatever it is that would be awesome so yeah and allison is um has a really beautiful singing voice and she's been singing on the middle school worship team for the last couple years right and that's how we got to know each other a little bit so that's really cool yeah supersonic singing so i think i feel like that's some sort of like you can sing and your voice travels at the speed of sound which I guess it already does, but but supersonic, so yeah, more powerful. I think like if you could use it, like it would be a weapon or something. It'd be some oh, it'd be some kind of weapon. I see, that's pretty cool. Well, awesome. Um, so uh, what I wanted to do to start maybe is to talk about your testimonies that we heard on Sunday, which again was um, a really beautiful part of the service, and maybe you can talk about maybe just in, even in a little bit more detail of. What kind of led you to decide to make your profession of faith? So what were, um, you know, the steps in that process for you? And um, why did you decide to do that? Because it's obviously something that I think 
it is kind of part of the culture that we know, like at some point we kind of want to do that. But I think for each of you, there were kind of specific moments, right, where it kind of was really pressed on you from the Lord that this is something that you guys wanted to do. Um, so maybe we can start with Bal and just share, like, what was the context around that decision and what were some of the moments involved in you wanting to do that? Yeah, so I started thinking about Profession of Faith almost a year ago. It mm. was at winter camp, and I f- that was, like, one of the first times, I guess you could say, that I felt an e- extremely strong like presence of the Holy Spirit mm. with me. Mm-hmm. And then I thought about Profession of Faith then, and then kind of COVID happened, and I was like, I'm just going to wait until we're back in person. Mm-hmm. And so then when Mike announced that there was an opportunity for Profession of Faith, I was interested in that, and so... I guess I joined the meetings yeah. and I thought about it more and I considered it and then and here I yeah, am now. Here you are. What um what was kind of part of what happened at winter camp that kind of made you think about that? Yeah. So, I was in a cabin with a whole bunch of girls and I knew most of the girls from uh, youth group, mm-hmm. but some of them I did not know. And so this was last year when you were in 8th grade, right? Yes. Okay. So, this was back in January, I believe. Mm-hmm. And I was in uh, the cabin with all those girls, and we were having some conversations uh, after worship about God and just doing devotions and, like, nightly things like that. Um, And there were some, like, really cool conversations about girls, like, sharing their testimonies Mm. or sharing things that they experienced or prayer, even, like, prayer requests, Mm. and then praying for those things. And then, yeah, it was just extremely cool. And, like, I could feel that the like sense of God's presence mm-hmm. was there. Um, mm-hmm. And like the Holy Spirit was with us. I always know, I or like, I guess I don't always know, but I can definitely always feel sense because I get the chills hmm. even when I'm in Bible class yeah. or something and we're praying and I get the chills. I'm just like thinking inside my head, the Holy Spirit's that's, with that's us right now. God. I have like a similar thing actually. It's, it's only happened like maybe a handful of times. It's like this like warm kind of feeling like in my chest when like something like it's, it's happened only during prayer and it's like this kind of like physical feeling of like god's with us you know yeah that That's happens really cool. that happens to me too really? like i get the chills like bell does but it's only during worship huh yeah. that's really cool yeah i think those i've heard a lot of stories surrounding especially last year's winter camp um there really was something that was kind of happening i think in a lot of students hearts um, and just kind of being, I think, called back to a deeper relationship with God. Um, and you kind of experienced that too, Allison. Um, and so that, and you guys were, and that was the same time you guys were there. I guess you were probably in different cabins, right? Mm-hmm. Or different with different people. But, um, what was your, what was your experience at winter camp that kind of brought you to this point? Um, really, I think it would be like the second or third song. Mm-hmm. Um, I just felt the Holy Spirit in the room, and I felt him saying, it's time to come back to me, mm. and really, that's when I said, I'm going to come back to you, mm. and gave it all to him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. What was, what has kind of changed for you, you know, since that weekend? Um, you shared a little bit that there was something that was going on for you where you were really taking a lot of steps and putting a lot of energy into like the way you look for example and and trying to kind of measure up I guess to what other people sort of expected you to be or um you know that kind of idea and part of that encounter with God was sort of for you being able to say I'm going to I'm only really going to care about what God thinks of me um 
what has been different for you, you know, since that moment? Has has that been an easy process? I'm sure it hasn't been easy all the time, but um, what's that been like for you trying to kind of give all that up and really just follow, like, what God has for you? Um, really, I've had to, like, I've, I am a very worried person. Like, mm-hmm. I can get worried and freaking out mm-hmm. very easily, um, and really... He's been working in me and making me more calm and Mm. just able to trust him more. That's really cool. I love that you can even identify how God's working on you like that. Because sometimes I think we, we notice things are changing in our life, but we don't always attribute it to like the work of the Holy Spirit. And I think being able to sort of recognize, hey, these are moments in my life where God really called me into something different. Um, that's, that's really cool that you're able to kind of see that and see how God's moving in your life. Have there been any other, you know, moments similar, like, to winter camp? Like, for you, Belle, it was kind of those conversations with your friends and praying with one another. Um, for you, Allison, it was during worship. Has there been other times in your life since then or before then where you have felt, like, the presence of God in that same way? Um, like, what are some of those moments in your life where you felt like, um, you know, this is the voice of God? Yeah, so like I said, sometimes during prayer, like if there's a prayer or something, like earlier this year, something Mm -hmm. hard happened in like the Holland Christian community Mm -hmm. with a staff member dying. Mm -hmm. And I remember that prayer. And I I didn't know this person personally. I didn't have them as a teacher or uh, I didn't have them at one point. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I wasn't super close with them. But even for not knowing them, I felt like the Holy Spirit was in the room, like what Allison said. And I could sense that like the mood was different. And Mm -hmm. even like when the tardy bell rings, everyone sat down in their seats and was just silent Mm -hmm. for like respect. And Mm -hmm. normally it's not like that. Mm -hmm. And you could tell that something was different. And I had that like chill feeling or that like kind of how you have that warm feeling inside Mm -hmm. of your chest Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or something like that. Yeah, that's cool. Have you felt anything like that, Allison? Um, I can't think of anything right now. I yeah. know some some th- things like that have happened, but yeah. I can't think of anything yeah. right now. For sure. Um, so I wanted to ask both of you, like I said, there's such a beautiful example that you're setting in one, sharing a profession of faith, and then also just being willing to come onto a podcast and like talk about it in more detail. It's kind of a scary thing. Um, but you guys are doing it so, like, willingly. So uh, there's a verse, I'm sure you guys have heard it before, but it's 1 Timothy 4.12. that says, Don't let anyone look down on you because you are young, but set an example for the believer in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, and in purity. What does that mean to you guys? Obviously, um, young is sort of relative, right? Like, you are older than some other people. Um, but you're also younger than, like, your parents, or for a lot of people, maybe in the Providence community or your church community. Um, What do you think about when you read a verse like that that says, don't let people look down on you because you are young? Um, Have you thought about that verse? Um, And, and, like, what does that kind of mean to you in your relationship with God? Yeah, I've heard that verse before. Mm -hmm. I studied it a few years ago. Um, I think it's really cool that, like, the Bible and God is telling us that even though we're young, that we can still do things for him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, kind of what Allison said, but I 
like I don't remember the specific verse, um, but even the story that I remember reading way back when, like in children's little Bibles mm-hmm. or whatever, about how Jesus wanted to have all the little children come to his lap. Mm-hmm. And that was, like, that kind of is relative or similar to mm-hmm. um, the, the Timothy verse. And I think that's really cool that God doesn't just like neglect kids and mm-hmm. say, you're going to grow up one day and you'll get this experience. But right. he's like, he says to the adults, like children are what you aim to be. And yeah. like Isn't with their innocence and like honesty, I think that's amazing. Yeah. yeah. I think, well, I think also with like the, the Bible story of the, the two fish and the three pieces mm-hmm. of bread, mm-hmm. I think G- Jesus used a little boy um, when he could have probably used an adult, right. but he chose to use a little boy instead. Yeah. Why do you think he did that? Um, probably to like show. Oh, I don't know how to say <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, I put you on the spot. What do you think, Bell? Like, why do you, why do you think Jesus chose to kind of use? Because uh, he he could have used anybody, right? But he chose to use like a little boy in, in performing that miracle, right? Why, do you, like, why, would he, why would he do that? I don't even know the answer. I'm just kind of asking the question. <laughs> I, I couldn't tell you. Yeah. I, well, I think it's interesting. There's like a lot of stories like that in the Bible where you would kind of expect God to use a certain type of person, and he uses almost the opposite. So like if you guys know anything about like Moses, like in mm-hmm. Exodus and how God chose Moses to lead the Israelites out of Egypt and he was going to be like their leader. And when God told Moses, like, I'm going to call you and raise you up to be like the leader of the Israelites. Moses was like, yeah, but like I have a stutter and like, I can't actually talk. And he's like, I'm like the worst person possible for this job, but he's the one that God used. And I think it's interesting. You see that happen a lot throughout scripture where it's like, it's always like the person you don't really expect. And I think in some ways it's because God calls people that don't feel qualified themselves because then they have to rely on God to actually do it. And that to me is like part of the essence of what a childlike faith is, is that sometimes you feel young, you feel like unqualified maybe. Um, I remember when I was a kid, I felt very like um, sort of inadequate, I guess, to sort of do certain things. I would look up to like people older than me and be like, man, they're like so much more talented or so much better than me at, at these things. Um, but really, that's a, such a beautiful place to be in because it's like, I can't do it myself, but through Christ, I can do it. Like, through God, all things are possible. Um, so, like, for the two of you, as you're starting this journey in your faith, I think there are things that you can accomplish that you can only accomplish in this time of your life. I really believe that, that, like, we're called to do certain things for different places in our life, and the place that you're in right now is unique. And the way that God is moving in you as, as students and as younger, you know, daughters of the kingdom, this is like, this is a unique time for you to get to do some of this stuff. And so I guess keep doing what you're doing and don't, don't even think about like, oh, maybe when I'm older, I'll do this. But think about like, what can I do right now for the kingdom? Because you're only going to get this opportunity once. And just like you said, Allison, like God chose that little boy to perform that miracle and he's going to choose both of you to perform miracles or to do miracles for him. Um, and this is your, this is your chance, right? This is your time to do it. So I think that's exciting. 
that's really cool. And I wish I could be a kid again, seriously, like in a lot of ways. Um, I wanted to ask about um, something that Allison mentioned that um, I think is so relevant to all of us in different ways, but you said that there have been just a lot of times where you felt lonely, right? Um, do you, would, what, where do you feel like that is where that came from? And is that like related to maybe some of the changes that have happened this year, or is that in relation to some other things? But like, where have been the times that you felt lonely and where do you feel like that comes from? I think really the times that I felt lonely was when I was trying to fit in and mm -hmm. they were not like letting me in. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm glad that God like didn't let them let me in because otherwise I wouldn't be able to go through this amazing change. Mm -hmm. But really, I would talk to my mom about it and I would just I feel so lonely about it. But now um, God has given me some really good friends. And um, really, if I have um, these two girls um, that I'm really close with, I don't think I'm ever going to be lonely again. <laughs> Essentially, do you feel like maybe if you hadn't gone through, you know, that period of loneliness with those other people, maybe you wouldn't have made those closer friends, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's, again, something... Like loneliness, I, for some reason, especially, it's so ironic because like when you're a student in school, there's people all around you all the time. Like in high school, there's like every, in every class, you're surrounded by people your own age. But I felt very lonely in high school at different points in time. Um, do you have any like thoughts about that? Or like, how do you kind of maneuver those kinds of feelings of loneliness um, and, and your relationship with God? Um, do, you, do you have any thoughts on that, Bell? Like, as a, as a high school student, I know you're a freshman, and this year is very abnormal in some of that. But um, yeah, like how do you, how do you think about loneliness, and has has that like come up in your life at all? Yeah, I'd say loneliness uh, mostly came up like this past year. I'm a very extroverted person. Mm -hmm. I like to be hanging out with friends or always be doing something yeah. of some sort. And with like not having opportunities to like go out to a restaurant or like go shopping or something like that, or like just see friends at school. Mm -hmm. I just, yeah, like you said, lonely. Yeah. I, It's just, I don't know, for being an extroverted person and loving to be surrounded by like friends yeah. and just have conversations, like everyday normal things that normally I wouldn't think much of. And mm -hmm. then that to all pretty much be taken away. Yeah. I remember at the time, like there were so many texts and FaceTimes and no matter how much it could do, there's nothing like a good old face-to-face -face conversation. <laughs> oh, so true. So, um, yeah, that was probably it. Yeah. And that's funny how, like, I think, I think initially we all like hopped on zoom all the time. Like, all right, we're going <laughs> to zoom each other. It's gonna be so fun. And then I don't know, for like two weeks in, we were like, yeah, this is not the same. <laughs> it's just, it's just a huge part of, um, especially for someone who's extroverted. And I'm not extrovert. I'm actually pretty introverted. People are like always surprised to know that. But I, I feel like I need a lot of time to myself. And so even for me, as someone who doesn't need to spend a lot of time with people to feel energized, I have gotten lonely for sure. Um, and that's where, again, I think sometimes that's where God meets you is in places where you do feel lonely. Um, it's like if we were always 100% satisfied and like, we always had people, you know, always had friends around. We always felt um, like we always felt energized and we, we didn't have a need to relate to God. Sometimes I think God uses some of those spaces where we feel like we're missing something. Um, 
where he can reach out to us and we're kind of in that position where we really want to seek his voice and hear his voice. So that's kind of like, it's interesting, Allison, even like I think in some of the ways where you felt that loneliness, that's where God worked in you, yeah. right? It's kind of cool. That's awesome. So what, um, I'm curious to hear about maybe just your process in making a profession of faith. You, you each were a part of a meeting with like the elders and Mike, I think, and you guys talked about this up and and out thing. So um, for our listeners, if you've been a part of, you know, Providence in the last year, you may have heard the phrase up and and out. Um, and really what that's all about is kind of like thinking about our relationship with God in three different ways. And so up is kind of our personal devotion and our personal relationship with God. Um, in is sort of in our close families and close relationships with the people that are like um, more intimately um, connected to us. And then out is kind of an outreach focus of people that maybe aren't even Christians yet. And how are we like relating to those kinds of people? Um, so it's cool to kind of, kind of think about what are the ways that I'm, I'm living into my faith in each of those areas. Um, and that was something that you guys sort of thought through to make your profession of faith, right? Um, maybe could you guys share a little bit about maybe just the up part of that? Um, what is something in 2021 that you're looking forward to in this year in your relationship with God about making a commitment to spending time with him and spending that personal time with the Lord? Um, what is that going to look like for you in, in 2021? When you say like 2021, mm -hmm. it sounds kind of like a New Year's resolution. Yeah. But like I've thought about this a lot. Um, I think my commitment um, would be trying to set time with God, um, using personal devotions, mm -hmm. reflecting about them, and praying a lot. That's awesome. Can I ask you, Allison, like when you spend time with God, um, how do you do that? Or like what does that look like for you? Um, really, when I spend time with God, I have my devotions in the morning, and then I really talk to him at night mm. when I'm laying in bed mm. um, because I have insomnia and I can't get to sleep. Mm. So I just talk to him a lot at night. That's awesome. That's a really cool way, I think, to handle with something like insomnia. Um, is to take that opportunity. I've always been told that sometimes when I can't sleep, it maybe it's because God wants to say something to me. I don't know if that's always true, but sometimes it is, right? Yeah. Um, do you, when you do a devotional, do you have like a specific thing that you use or do you just kind of read through the Bible? Um, sometimes I use just a specific devotional. Right now I'm using a prayer devotional. Cool. Um, but sometimes I just read a passage in the Bible that I feel God is telling me to. Um, mm -hmm. It depends. That's cool. What about you, Belle? Kind of like what Allison said, but I like to do my devotions. I don't, I'm really bad about doing them in the morning. It's just Same. extremely hard. So mm -hmm. I try to set a routine before every single time I, uh, every single night before I go to bed, mm -hmm. I try to do my devotions and then I spend some time just, I guess, meditating, mm -hmm. um, some Bible verses and praying. Mm -hmm. Or like, I guess not in God's word, but sometimes I, there's this uh, hiking trail right by my mm. house. And so I will go on a hike and I'll spend time in God's creation. And I mm. find that really cool. And it just gives me a sense of peace and yeah. clears my head. Definitely. Have you guys felt like a difference between um, when you have periods of time, maybe a few days or whatever, where you're not spending time with God and how that affects like your life or how that affects you know, your day-to-day just how you interact with the world or like your moods. Like, cause that's something that's interesting for me is like how stark of a difference there is when I'm spending time with God and when I'm not. Have you guys experienced that at all? Yeah. Sometimes like 
I could be really nice, and usually that's <laughs> <laughs> that's when I've been reading my devotionals yeah. and talking to God a lot. But sometimes mm. I can be super grumpy and really mean, <laughs> and that's usually when I haven't been talking to Him or been ignoring Him or something. Uh, it's so interesting. We did we did a series on um, the fruit of the Spirit and how when we're in Christ and when we're in the Lord, um, you know, like love, joy, patience, peace, kindness, all the of the those things that make up the fruit of the spirit, those things start to kind of come out of us, right? We can't really do that on ourselves, um, by ourselves. That's part of our relationship with God that we're able to really exude kindness, right? Um, or, yeah. yeah. I get grumpy, too. <laughs> People keep saying that I, I get grumpy in the office. I don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> but I, I, do, I do think I definitely have, like, days or times in my life where, yeah, it just feels darker or it just feels like I don't have that joy, right? Um, and I think a lot of it does have to do with, am I really intentional about spending time with God? That's a huge part of, I think, what makes us um, makes us believers in Christ is that is that personal time with Him. And I think it's just as important that we're doing that with other people, doing that as a community, and also um, sharing that with um, you know the lost. That's kind of the the in and out parts. Um, but it really does start with that foundation. I think that's just really encouraging to hear, like the two of you are going to make that commitment this year. I think you're going to see um, see how, how important that is in your life, you know? Well, thank you guys both so much for joining me. This has been such a cool opportunity to hear a little bit about what God's doing in your lives. And I know I am just really encouraged to hear how, um, even in, in, in your own personal lives as, as students and as people who are kind of still learning about who God is, that um, you're experiencing the power of the Holy Spirit and what that's done in your life. Um, and it's really just our, our prayer for the two of you as you continue this journey that it starts um, with your personal relationship with God and then will go out into the world and continue to exude uh, the light of, of the gospel and the light yeah. of Jesus to your friends and to your schools and to the people around you. So thank you, guys. I'm going to ask Abel to pray for us uh, before we head out. Okay. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this wonderful day and this wonderful opportunity that we've been blessed with. Uh, thank you for all the listeners who are listening. Uh, bless them with whatever they are doing right now. Uh, help us to go into 2021 with fresh eyes and um, ears to hear uh, and listen to you and whatever you are telling us and guiding us to do throughout our, our everyday lives. Uh, thank you for every single thing that you will be doing for us and place inside our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. You guys are awesome. Thank you. So I just am praying, whoever's listening this week, that um, you just go with the grace and peace of Jesus and that um, he would just be with you as you go and that you'd experience um, yeah, just the joy of, of the gospel in your life and that we would continue to be shaped by the gospel and moved by the spirit of the Lord uh, to change who we are as people and to go out and to spread his love to the world. Amen. So yeah, we'll see you next week or in the two weeks, I guess. Take care.